0: The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of the Old Testament reading for Last Judgment Sunday, the second Sunday of end time. That's from Daniel chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. We're, we're looking at the beginning statement there, but I'll share the whole reading with you. Daniel said, As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow, the hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. My dear friends in Christ, Daniel chapter 7 is a chapter that is there, oh, we could say to give comfort and encouragement to God's believing children, well, to the Jews first and then to us, that God is the absolute ruler of over all things, that he's in control of all things. Now, that is a comforting statement to us as believing children of God. Actually, it's the greatest statement for us as believing children of God, but it's not a comforting statement to the person who doesn't believe in Jesus to know that God is in control. It's the greatest news for us, though. And now, this chapter, it begins with this vision that Daniel had a vision of this great beast that comes out of the sea and that great beast that it's picking about there the the four beasts that come out of the sea the first one is a lion which represents the Babylonian Empire the second is a bear, which represents the Persian Empire, then there's the leopard, that is the Greek Empire, and then there's this final unnamed terrifying beast which represents the the Roman Empire. And now when you think of that picture there, it's hardly a picture that would make the believers say, oh, that's comforting to me, because it really looks like a very scary picture. When Daniel had this vision, the Babylonian Empire, it was wreaking havoc on the Jewish people. And this tells them that there are more beasts to come. That doesn't sound very comforting at all. Didn't it maybe even serve at first to depress the small Jewish nation? When they were looking at things, doesn't it seem as if Well, to them, maybe things were just happening at random in this earth and that that God isn't really in control. And didn't the Jewish people maybe have to wonder, is Satan and sin really in control and taking care of things or ruling over all things? Questions like this had to plague the Jewish people as they were facing the troubles that they were facing. And, well, as... We are facing different trials and troubles in this life and and that seems to really be the case right now. Questions like that have to plague us as well. Are things happening at random? Is God not in control? Is Satan and sin, are they the forces that are in control? Well, to the Jews and to us who are plagued by such question, God cheers his people with this news that that he really is in control, that he'll remain the king of kings and lord of lords and he'll be that forever. Our God is in complete control and whether or not we are able to understand that, we do know that what the scriptures say is that in all things God is working for the good of our eternal souls He's working for the building up of his kingdom, for adding people to his kingdom, for getting people ultimately to heaven. And the best supporting evidence of the fact that God is in control, well, ultimately that can be seen in what we could call what appeared to be the darkest chapter in human history. And now what I'm talking about there is, well, when God's son was falsely arrested, accused, beaten, abused, when he was put on the cross, when he was crucified at that particular time, Jesus enemies thought that they were in control. When all of this was going on, those Jewish religious leaders, they thought that they had they had Jesus just where they wanted him to be. Pontius Pilate, He thought that he controlled whether or not Jesus would live. And, well, don't you think that Satan and sin, that those forces were looking at what was going on there and thinking that they were on the road to victory, that they were going to defeat the Savior. But, of course, what we know is that when Jesus rose from the dead, What he showed them so plainly, so clearly, is that he had the upper hand, and really he always had the upper hand. None of those forces that thought they were in control really were ever in control because our gracious, loving God, he's the one who's always in control. Well, after Seeing the beasts and how they would plague the Jews, Daniel then says, As I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. Well, God the Father is the Ancient of Days, and this expression, thinking of him as the Ancient of Days, well, first of all, we can say that what it emphasizes for us is God's eternity, God's eternity, as opposed to the transitory shufflings of rulers and kings as they rule here on this earth. You know, if you think about it, presidents and governors and senators and members of the House of Representatives, all all government officials, basically, they're there for a time and then there are others that are there for a time. There is that change, and now this calling him the ancient of days, it also reminds us of God's constancy. How he isn't someone, well, think of man's mutability and how things change so much and things shift around so much. How blessed we are that we have a God who, as King David said, who does not change like shifting shadows. Oh, we've heard of plenty of people who rely on Medicaid or other payments like that to to take care of medical bills and other things like that who are getting so concerned because they're faced with oftentimes higher and higher deductibles. And, And we've heard about how people are upset about that. But you know, the wonderful thing that we can recognize is that God never changes his deductibles. He says, by grace are you saved through faith, and this not from yourselves, it's the gift of God. And the Apostle John says, the blood of Jesus, God's son, purifies us from all sin." There are no deductibles that we need to pay as far as God is concerned. The full payment, it's God's grace, it's Jesus' blood that takes care of everything. God isn't going to say to us, you need to pay the first 10% or 20% and then I'll take care of the rest. He says, I'll take care of everything for you. I have taken care of everything for you. Well, the judgment throne that's pictured in this reading, it is an awesome image and it can be a scary image when you really think about it. But the Ancient of Days who is seated on that throne, he, the Ancient of Days who's seated on that throne, he means that really there's nothing for us to fear about the coming judgment. And, well, because the Ancient of Days is seated on that throne, really, there's nothing for us to really ever fear in this life at all anyway. That's because our gracious, loving God, he's in complete control. We who, by the grace of God, believe in him, you know, we couldn't be in a better place Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and love and forgiveness because it means we can look ahead to the judgment throne without fear. We are so blessed to have your grace and love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you always. Amen.